Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Lit AF Relationships with me, your coach. Sorry. I always say host. I don't know why I say coach. I am a coach, but I'm also your host today, Sarah Cohan. Hi, it's me. Well, I jumped the gun there. I'm also a relationship and communication coach, and I help folks end old relationship patterns like people pleasing, codependency, not setting boundaries not sharing needs, just like helping people to get rid of old beliefs like I'm a burden, I'm not enough, I'm not wanted, things like that so that you can feel confident and safe and just supported across all of your relationships. I love this work. It's a topic that I am extremely passionate about. And as always on this podcast, I am just talking about things about dating, relationships, long-term relationships, things like that. So today, I'm going to talk about if you're fantasizing about your ex, how to stop. And I'm so excited about this topic because I feel like it's so common. This is like such a common thing to do. You might be spending actually a lot of time thinking about this, but not even realizing it. Like you might not even be conscious about how much time you're spending about fantasizing about your ex. So I just thought today I would talk about why you're doing it a little like a few descriptors of how you might be doing it. Again, like I said, you might be doing it and might not even be conscious of it. And then some tips on how to stop this habit. So I just want to do my check-in as always. Uh, I always share a little bit about what's going on with me in my life. And this season has been a whirlwind. Libra season, holy wow. Busy, 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 busy. I pulled a card at the beginning of Libra season and it was the eight of wands. And this is the card that's like, (laughs) I'm learning tarot. Like I've only been doing it for a couple of years. I'm obsessed with it. So I'm still like learning what each of the cards, like what it's like to live out each of these cards, right? So I pulled eight of wands, which to me is like in movement, life is happening. Like what does it feel like to be in motion? And... I have been in motion. I feel like that's an understatement for Libra season. It's just been a lot of parties, communing with other folks. I went to a festival last weekend. It was so great. And just so much work. So it's a very lovely... It's one of my favorite seasons. For some cultures, this is like their new year, which I love because like, what a great way to celebrate the end of summer And then kind of pass the time until winter starts where everything is really like in a state of dying, death, rebirth, cocooning, that type of thing. So I've been in motion. And what I want to tell you about is that I had a weekend away from my baby, which is so exciting. It was my first weekend away. Um, It's the first time I've been able to wild out in two years, (laughs) more than two years. Um, And it was just so satisfying. I loved every second of it. I went to a festival in Grass Valley. It was so fun and so silly. And I just had the best time. And I was not worried. I Everyone was like, are you so worried about leaving? No, it was never, never one time was I like, I don't think my husband can um, take care of my kid. No, there was never once that I was worried at all. But it was nice to get some space and miss them a little bit. And yeah, 
it was just lovely. So that's my big update. That's my big life update. I'm excited now to have my child for a weekend alone when my husband goes away. So it'll be a nice little switch up. <laughs> That'll be the opposite. Because <laughs> I think there's um, there's actually some beauty in that as well. So, so yeah. Thanks for listening to my check-in. Okay, so let's get into the episode. Are you fantasizing about your ex? And here's how to stop. So here's the deal. It doesn't matter if you're the one that broke up with someone in the relationship or if they broke up with you or if there was cheating or whatever's happening. Like the circumstances of a breakup rarely have anything to do with fantasizing your, about your ex afterwards. And I say that because some people could be really shocked that if you broke up with someone because you knew it was the right decision, it just wasn't working for you, fill in the blank, whatever it was, the reason for your breakup. Just because you broke up with someone doesn't mean you're not going to miss them. And it doesn't mean that they weren't fulfilling some needs for you. This is Today's episode is going to be all about needs. So I just want to bust that myth that if you did the breaking up, you can't fantasize about your ex. I don't think that that's true at all. Because what's happening is after you break up with someone or you get broken up with, whatever, however it happened, after a relationship is ruptured, Oftentimes what's happening is you are creating, like you're breaking up with this old kind of third identity that was created. So it's like two souls come together and then this almost like this third soul is created with the two of you together. When that happens is that you can create an identity with this person and also they're meeting so many needs for you. And honestly, sometimes other people can meet other needs, our needs so quickly. And so when all of a sudden when you break up, it's like that, not only is that identity gone, but then this person that used to maybe meet your needs for attention or approval, um, oftentimes in relationships, people are meeting our intimacy needs. So that can look like cuddling, um, touch, sex, pleasure, sharing, emotional connection, going deep, really like being seen, being heard. These are all really important things that we receive from our partner or partners when we're in a relationship. So all of a sudden, after they're gone, no matter how they leave, that can be really, really, really difficult. And it's almost like you've got this hole to fill. I remember when I went through my last breakup, it was a doozy. I was with them for like nine or 10 years. It was a long time. And I was one that did the breaking up. And... I had to completely like rebuild my identity. I had to rebuild like what I was into, figuring out what I liked on my own, not in a relationship with this other person. I had to <laughs> get my needs met from other people, which was really hard to do because I often felt like my needs meant that I was a burden, like it wasn't okay to have needs. So that can be really, really, really difficult. And it can lead you to fantasize about your ex. So when you're fantasizing about your ex, this can look like different things. But oftentimes it can be like daydreaming about your ex. So thinking about them, thinking about if they would call you, what it would be like if they called you, what it would be like if they texted you, what it would be like if you guys were still together, what the relationship was. It might be like dwelling in the past and like really thinking about the time that you were together. It can also look like stalking them on social media. So checking in on them often, seeing what their updates are and not just like seeing what their updates are, like what their posts are, but then also seeing like 
what their activity is. Like, what are they liking? Are they liking certain people's posts more often than others? That type of thing. That's kind of in our like modern day and age social media. I'm sure there's like other more real IRL like ways to stalk people that I'm not mentioning because those are a little bit more extreme. So I'm trying to share like kind of the lighter ways that you might be spending a lot of time thinking about your ex in a way that's turning into a fantasy. So if you find yourself doing these things, constantly thinking about your ex, wishing that they would call, imagining the, this is like a really common one, imagining the conversation about when they do call. Another one, and this was always my favorite back in the day, was (laughs) seeing my ex on a dating app. I was online dating in San Francisco, which is a very small city. And so anytime one of my friends was on the app or uh, an ex was on the app, you would like everyone would see it. Like I've (laughs) talked to many people about this. So if you're living in the same town as your ex, this could be something that you're going to have to deal with. And if you're kind of in the mode of like daydreaming about them, you might swipe right on them on the dating app just to see like what their activity is, to see if they're going to swipe right on you. It's just like this another bizarre little modern day touch point that you can have with your ex where you can like monitor what they're doing, you know, still have access to like seeing their updates, those types of things. So that's just another like another little marker of if you may or may not be stalking your ex. So what's happening when when you're living in fantasy is that you're not in the current moment. And what's happening is your brain is fantasizing about this person because even just this fantasy can be this like pleasurable experience to actually get a need met. So um, if you're thinking about like, oh my God, what would I do if I called them? Your subconscious is getting flooded with this like excitement, this kind of like butterflies and also this feeling that this need is being met, whatever this need is for you. I'm going to get to that in just a little bit. But your your brain is like, oh, this feels so good. So I'm just going to like keep living in this moment instead of the present moment where you may or may not be feeling lonely, feeling maybe a little sad, some depression, feeling excluded. Like there's so many different feelings that this fantasy can actually, or fantasizing can protect you from. So it can be, it can like take you out of the the pain. I'm going to say it's pain because in some way you're trying to like run away from these feelings of what the present moment is offering you. And instead you're living either in the past or some unreal future that feels way more pleasurable to be in. So I know that that's like, you can hear all of these things and then you're like, I already know this. Like I'm already spending all my time doing this and now I need some help to stop this. So I just want to like identify a few different ways for you to stop this behavior. I also want to honor that this is really common. This is so common after breakups. And I would say it's not even specifically related to a specific attachment type. If you're new to the podcast, I often talk about the attachment styles because it's my favorite way or it's my favorite system to use to heal. For me, it's like the missing link to actually just like feeling safe and confident in my own life. And so when I 
when I think about fantasy projection, I definitely would say that a lot of anxious preoccupied folks likely turn to this tool in a way. If you can see it as a tool, it's like your brain is like, we're always getting down on our brain because (laughs) it's almost like too smart and too dumb at the same time. It's so smart. It's like, I want you to feel better. So I'm going to like distract you with this fantasy that is with your ex. And then it's so dumb because it's like, there's actually really simple, easy ways to just kind of get those needs met so that you're getting them met in a different way and you don't actually have to spend so much time thinking about your ex. So there's the good news. (laughs) Good news and bad news, right? (laughs) So what should you do to actually stop this? First off, what I want you to do is think about what need is this meeting. And so I want you to think about when you're fantasizing about your ex, is it like what is happening in the fantasy? Is it physical touch? Like, is it this sexual fantasy? Like, are you getting like this touch need, this pleasure need met all at the same time? Is it emotional connection? Is it like sharing with them and feeling seen and heard? Is it just being with somebody, anyone, right? Like someone that um, wants to hang out with you and be with you. So break it down, like get really specific about how you're actually fantasizing about them. And then think about how you can meet this need on your own. And this is one of my favorite things to do with clients. So getting creative on how to meet your needs is the key to breaking a lot of these outdated habits. So think about, okay, if it's touch, if it's sex, how can you start to meet that need on your own? Maybe you need to get real comfortable with the vibrator again or for the first time. Not sure. If it's touch, how can you get creative about um, receiving touch this week? Maybe it's making sure that you're you're getting a long, delicious hug from a friend or family. Maybe it's like actually booking a massage or when you're getting a haircut and they're like shampooing your hair before they cut your hair, like really sinking into that massage. It could also be getting your nails done. Great news. I think the nail salon is no longer just for women. I have to say for years now, every time I go in the nail salon, every single time, uh, usually a a male presenting person walks into the room. So good news. If you just want a little bit of touch, especially some hand holding, because literally during a a manicure, they're literally holding your hands and a pedicure, they're holding your feet. Can you like get a pedicure so you're getting some touch? And while you're getting all of those things, I want you to really like sink into what it feels like to receive that touch. I want you to actually receive it and be like, yes, I'm getting my need for attachment right now. If you're thinking about connecting with your ex in a really deep way, I want you to get creative about how you connect with yourself in a really deep way. This can be booking time to do like a really long journal session, maybe do some video recordings, video journal recording sessions. It can also be like answering the 36 questions. I always come back to this because I love this. The 36 questions are like questions done in a study where (laughs) the studies are that like whatever couples did these questions like ended up married and together for a really long time. Could you do that with yourself? Can you answer those questions with yourself? And then, of course, the study ends with like four minutes of eye gazing. Can you eye gaze with yourself for four minutes in the mirror? I don't know. I know it might sound crazy, but here what we're trying to do is just get super creative and iterate. So try different things. See what works. See see what sticks. Some things might not work, but I just recommend choosing at least one thing and trying it. If you physically miss this person, if you're just thinking like, I miss their touch, their presence, 
What I would love for you to do is, again, break that down into a need. So what is it about them being present in the room that is filling a need for you? Then what I would recommend doing is figuring out what emotion is this fantasizing protecting you from? And I really say protecting you from because, look, we're not taught how to process emotions growing up. Not even a slight, like I was actively taught to run away from them. (laughs) So as an adult, our brain, again, is just being so smart. And it's like, that doesn't feel good. I'm going to just focus on this fantasy about what could happen if your ex called. That sounds way more fun. So as soon as it happens, try to catch it and be like, oh shit, what was I thinking just two minutes before that? Because that can lead you to the feeling of what what these fantasies are trying to protect. And then of course, once you figure out that feeling, then I want you to do some emotional processing around that. So that could look like doing a meditation around that emotion, doing some EFT tapping around that emotion. Depending, you could get really um, creative and like do a shaking exercise or there's like a lot of, movement classes that like pull in emotion while you're actually moving, which is super cool. So again, just get super creative about how you can get in touch with this emotion. Processing emotions is one of my favorite things to do with clients. My personal favorite is to do somatic emotional processing because that is like actually exploring the sensations within the body. Okay. So I hope that that helps you to address the needs that are coming up with your fantasies and then the emotion that needs to be processed underneath us, like the fantasy is protecting you from. I hope those things help. If you're interested in learning more about my one-on-one coaching program, where I really teach folks how to get comfortable with emotions, process their emotions, learn about their needs, meet their needs on their own. And then of course, learn about healthy communication with partners, family members, friends, bosses, everyone in your life. You can book a free discovery call at sarahcohan.com forward slash coaching. That's S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N.com forward slash coaching. I hope to see you there on a call. And if not, I hope to see you back here next week. Thanks so much. Thanks so much.